Welcome, folks, to episode 96 of The Morgue, an official Corpse Feed podcast, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face, and with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Howdy, Tex. What's going on, man? Oh, man. Howdy, Arturo. Uh, we are now in 2022 fully. You know, we had fully our preview in it episode. Fully, we have a preview fully episode last it. time. Yeah. Check that, check that out, because now, now we're, like, in the new releases era, and thankfully, we have a... St- like, thankfully, the streak is still going, right? But we also got something that might break the streak. Yes, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm very afraid because, again, it, it deals with things that I hold very dear to me as a horror right. fan. And uh, and the trailer for this week we're talking about is the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie coming out on February 18th on Netflix. Yeah, um, so Netflix, good sign. But also, you know, good sign for us because it means, you know, we're not going to take that L. In the all right. Like, but, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Here we go. I, I had to actually watch it again um, just right before we went on air just to reinforce my thoughts on it. Because, okay, one, the look. Like, they all look the same. Like they they do they, they do like I'm not sure if that's a thing they're going for. I wish it would have had a little different visual look to it in terms of the tone and the colors, but they always seem to use that like sepia like undertone of like yellows and like dirt color and sand color and like I was just ready for something a little different, you know. Um, this worries me as well because. They're, we see, okay, they're bringing back the character from the original Texas Chainsaw. That's who yeah. that um, lady is. Yeah, um, unfortunately, it's not the same actress. It's not. Yeah, like, I had to Google it. Away. I'm like, wait the a minute. actress I, passed away. Yes, yeah. I'm, Marilyn Burns passed away several years ago. Um, so I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is why, well, the minute I saw that lady, I'm like, wait, stop. I'm like, let me, let me Google something real quick because, like, no, you know what I mean? Like, yes, that's that's the Sally character, but right. they brought her back in a Laurie Strode aspect, like 100%. Yeah, like, it's the, it's I, the scream thing, I, right? It's I don't the, like it. I don't thing. like it. Yeah, like, especially like it because her character, it's not, I don't understand why they're bringing her back. So it's wrong from the jump, right? So, like, let's, okay, let's, so the premise of the of the new movie, which is emphasized in the trailer, is that it's set, like, 50 years at the events of the original one, or 45, I forget what the actual, because it's, like, 1975, I think the, the original was. 74? 74, there yeah. we go. So, it sets, it's set all these years after the original, and the whole thing, the whole hook is that the original character is like, I've been waiting 50 years for this. First of all, that doesn't make sense, right? Because, <laughs> Leather, like second. Okay, so let, let's. Okay, first let's of all, let's do it. Let's do it, baby. Do it because that that killer Leatherface as a killer doesn't operate that way. He's not going to hide for like he's just a he's just a maniac murderer. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Second of all, second of all, he has no name like in this universe. Like he's not Leatherface. He's not. He's dude. not. Oh, that's why we that like, drove me. I've been waiting fifty years. Fucking nuts, Tex. Because it never is he ever addressed as Leatherface. I think Even the only the, time yeah. that ever comes up is when one of his own relatives brings up one of his masks or something like that. Yes, yes, and like when you uh, go listen to our versus episode on the OG and O three one. Even the O three one doesn't do that. Even the O three one's like, oh, it's Leatherface. Blah 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 blah. So. Those those are your problems just right off. Oh, the dude, bat, I right? hurt my heart so bad. Like I'm like, when, oh, this is going she, downhill quick. When she quick, straight dude. up like, when she straight up says Leatherface, <laughs> and it's just, and then and then you get the look of the new like. So like, yeah, so say it all starts falling apart immediately, quick. right? Like you get the new look of the of the old man Leatherface, which is. Ugh, like, yeah, they went the bloody route with them, like, but I don't know. It's like, just- like, I have, all right, so I have no doubt, just to get uh, something quick aside, I have no doubt that the gore 
and all that stuff in the kills will be good. I'm not questioning that. What I'm questioning is going to be the story itself. Um, yeah. And I think that's where Tess was going as well because the trailer starts off with a bunch of young people going into this ghost town. What are you doing there, right? I mean, did all you, they got to say is did like – Did you buy you the town? Because like they're talking like, oh, we can fresh – a fresh start here. Like what is going on? Yeah. Like they – all they have to say with that shit is like, you know – gentrifiers or something like that they, they that's that's where it's going things. honestly yeah they, they want to make it williamsburg right <laughs> yeah it, it's something like that it'll either be that or like youtubers or whatever yeah like, but, it's it's not looking too good in terms of like the cast honestly yeah and in terms of like that requel setup like ever since scream like told us about the requels thing i'm like this is this is true. Like, this is the new format, I guess. Yeah. Right? Like, this is the spiritual sequel to that original one. And because of that, it's it, they're trying to treat it with, like, this reverence that the older movie, like, really doesn't oh. hurt. Like, it, it's not, like, that kind of movie. It's that's not. Like, and that's it's, why it's, I love it. Like, it's... It's an hour... Like, it's 70 minutes of just a dude killing people. Dude, and know? that's like, why... That's why Toby Hooper's classic... Is a classic. Like that's why it stands alone. Like um, even even Toby Hooper didn't revisit you know um, that universe for years after that, and it was not really that great. It wasn't um, that good. It was wild, actually. It was crazy. Um, But to Texas' point, this movie, the actual Texas Chainsaw Massacre story is um stands alone like and it if like it it stands alone to the point where it's it's copied and parodied over and over again yes. in the world of heart just yes. look at rob zombie shit like everything in in um in house of a thousand corpses is pretty much like the fucking sawyer house right like it's yeah like there's a lot of copycat and wrong turn and all that stuff this is where all that hillbilly outback stuff started you can say deliverance before that but like in terms of horror like this is where in my opinion it really started to flesh itself out in terms of what you can do with that kind of concept um this looks like it's not going to be worth it. It doesn't look good, honestly. I'm very concerned about it. I'm glad it is on Netflix. That way I don't have to trek out to the theater to watch it. Yeah. Um, like, but, it, uh, but at least it saves us that L. You yeah. Know? But, like, yeah, honestly, like, honestly, like if they were if something different, they could have done, could have been like a maybe like a limited run series or something. You know what I mean? Instead of just like an outright movie, pretty much copying everything else it doesn't look original it just it's it's very annoying because i thought we've gotten over these tropes scream was smarter you know i thought we're we're at that stage now but like we've said before even that one didn't make it out of it exactly yeah it it did have its bumps and and, you know and its lumps on the way out but you're right like i don't know tex this is it's just it's not a that's the thing it's not a great first impression and for something that's coming out in like two weeks, two, three weeks, like it's not it's probably gonna be our only impression of this until we actually see it. And that's that's an issue, right? Like it's it, it's a it's a sequel that probably like if they really wanted to make another one, they should have just made one. You know, they should have just reinvented the wheel. I mean, you know, but like, again, like there's not much to reinvent there. Yeah, because it's just a dude like, murdering people. That's for just an the hour. wheel, you know. Like, it's gonna go round and round. You know what I mean? That's, that's all the wheel that's does. Very true. And Toby yeah. Hooper did it. He invented that wheel. Let's not forget that that came before um, a Carpenter and Halloween and stuff like that. So Toby Hooper was doing this low budget, wild, you know, violent horror shit first. All right. So everyone yeah. else kind of saw like, oh. What's Toby doing down there in Texas? You know, yeah, they're like, oh, then, let's. Yeah. This is why Carpenter was like, you know what? I don't want to do that. They wanted to do that with Michael Myers, and and Carpenter was like, no, I don't want to do that. It's done already. Like, I don't. I, I want to go the opposite route. And this is why Halloween is kind of in terms of um, just like the suspense and everything. It, it's a slow burn Halloween in comparison to what you right. get in Texas Chainsaw because like. Toby did it already, and Carpenter yeah. didn't want to do it. Yeah, because um, Texas Chainsaw isn't isn't a slasher movie. No, it's, it's not at all. It's just a it's a it's, violence movie. It, it, like, you, you yeah, watch it's it because you want to see you, you watch it because you want to see kills. Exactly, and, it's just a bunch of hick, uh, a bunch of hitchhikers who had some bad luck ended up in the wrong part of Texas, and bam, you're dead. That's it. You just happen to to walk through this fucking little town that's now like that is dead because of these people and. 
bad luck. Yeah, and done. It, and he's and and the killer himself isn't even the main villain. Like no. it's his family. Yeah, it's his family. He's, yeah, he's just he's the tool of the family. He's the right hand man that, of the family. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you know all this reverence Great point. for the story and for the lore and for the franchise like that. That's not the right foot to set on because it it really doesn't like. Yeah, it deserves all its credit as a you know for what it does yeah and, for sure yeah, yeah we talked about this in the in the verses, the verses episode, yeah. it, but at the same time you don't you're not you you're not treating you know it, it's not a story like it's not something you go <laughs> oh this grand tale of yeah of, th- th- there's know, no laurie strode there Michael. and yeah, there's no exactly. sydney prescott there you know what i mean yeah there's no Nancy there, and you know. There's no and there's no Leatherface. There's no Leatherface. It all it all goes and back honestly, to that. There's and like, no Leatherface. There was no Sally there. Like Sally was just she just so happened to be the the one that got away, the final girl. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like exactly. It, it was never intended for her to be this protagonist. You know, the, to continue this legacy. You know what I mean? As like exactly. this is why. In stories like Halloween, you focus on the character. You're, you're not focusing on, <clears throat> like, uh, like for example, in terms of Chainsaw Massacre, that they're focusing on like what's going down. You know, on the violence itself. This is why everything just kind of becomes shambles because it's everything's wild. Um, but in Halloween, it's focused on the character. You get some Michael Myers stuff, but you clearly know this is folk. Uh, uh, the story is following Laurie Strode. The story is following Sydney. The story is following Nancy. You know what I mean? Yeah, the story's following Chucky and uh, and um, and Andy. You know what I mean? Like, like it's evolved from that. But Texas Chainsaw, as we just to wrap up this whole trailer talk, uh, Texas Chainsaw belongs and it's has its own thing and belongs in its own little bubble. As we as you've seen, like every prequel and every sequel that's come after the original is just the same shit. <laughs> it's the same shit. Oh, you get trapped by the family. Back to the house. Join us for dinner. Oh, you run away. We're going to chase you. It's the same shit. Um so I don't have very high hopes for this one. Um I hope I'm wrong. I'd be I'd be super pleasantly surprised if I'm wrong because it doesn't look like I'm going to. Uh but if I am, I mean, great. Yeah. It does I, I, I tell you like Nothing stood out. Like not even the violence is is I mean, like stands out because they've been doing this no, violence shit with them. Let's let's clarify that too, our show. Nothing stood out in a good way. Yes. So nothing nothing was positive. Oh, you so. know, the only cool thing I really liked was, you know, that title card with the chainsaw chain going over. Oh yeah. That was cool, really cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. We're gonna get like a good thirty like a good thirty seconds. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good yeah. intro, right? With the little you know yeah. or the, the, the zoom or post credits. <laughs> you're right. You, you can imagine the cast names being yeah. shown while the thing that's it. Up that's that's like, honestly all I really liked about it. <laughs> But folks, and, um, yeah, let's move on to something we yeah, liked, uh, right? let's move on to the feature presentation for this week, folks. Um, and there's a lot to like about this one, and, and a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> uh, a it's, lot it's a, it's a, a very lot. beefy entry for like the presentation this week, and um, it's Netflix's very new um Korean zombie series. All of us are dead. Uh, if you go back to the archives. I, I, I thought this was going to be a movie at some point. Yeah, if you if you remember, like if the feeds remember at home, we were talking about this the first time. The trailer came out, and we were like, "Oh man, great title, cool Korean zombie stuff! Can't wait to see it!" You know, but that we were like, "Oh, it's going to be a great movie." And then if you remember hearing us, we we're both like, "Wait, it's a show? Oh no!" <laughs> and then to be honest, making matters worse, right when we actually got the show. Uh, both you and I opened it up. Uh, just a little behind the scenes info here. Uh, Arturo and I like looked at the show and twelve. We saw twelve episodes. Twelve very them, long, over like, fifty-five I, minute episodes. Yeah, some of the like one of them was like an hour and ten minutes. Yes, and we were like, "Yo, what the fuck?" <laughs> I'm like, I guess we might have to um uh, like kind of you know trickle this down the line somewhere but it was very long that's yeah. <laughs> that's that's one thing i gotta say like up front it's it's a very long show but um if you guys uh have been to the corpse feed um ig you saw my little quick review about it um i gave it a nine out of ten it's a definite go watch it since if you have netflix you're already paying for it so um go watch it it definitely rewards 
the viewer for sitting through a whole entire story. It rewards the patience and loyalty that you have as a viewer to coming back, you know, episode after episode. That being said, the episodes are written in a way where you have to come back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They, that's they the did thing. a very good job, man. Uh, just uh, getting on your thing before we like before we fully dive into spoilers. Go check it out. Come back and you know pause this episode. Come back and listen to us about this. But like, but also take your time with it. Yeah, you know it, that's the thing. Like, um, you know, Arturo and I, we are you know quote unquote like we're trying to critique these things for you at home. So you know we we do watch these things as fast as possible but at the same time we did want to watch as fast as possible so that's, yes great that's probably point. the that's probably the biggest the biggest like positive we can say going in like yes it's long like we we do have to tell you all that up front it's a super long show like there's no getting around that it looks like it's a tall mountain to climb but once you're actually in the thick of it once you're actually climbing it you're like whoa this is actually much easier and much more fun than i thought it'd be and then here we are like a couple of days later you're like oh shit we went through 12 hours of this yes yes 12 plus hours yeah 12 plus (laughs) hour experience it's it's gonna have to be like something somewhere around 13 and change honestly after all the extra minutes um oh yeah but luckily the the end credits are like five minutes or so probably because of the translation credits and all that stuff but yeah so folks let's get right into it uh full spoilers right ahead um and like tech said um if you want take your time with the show because it is very lengthy and beefy but like we also mentioned it's going to be very hard to not watch the next episode and then watch the the one after and the one after and the one after because agreed um, just to get it started, um, the writing on this thing is actually super tight. Um, for a show that's this long with this many episodes and characters, it's and and plots, right, and stories right. involved. Yes, it's, it's a very tightly written show. Um, to the point for a where zombie show, uh, yeah, like on top of yes, that, yeah. exactly on top of that, a zombie show, a, a horror show. Um, it's not like an HBO show, like, or a West Wing or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yes, it's exactly. a, it's a Korean zombie show that, um, on Netflix, which is awesome. And you get this quality of, of writing that they understood how to, they knew they had to have known text that so they're like, yo, this is a lot. Let's make sure we actually, um, leave it in a way where we can bring them back every single episode. And they managed to do that. Every single episode leaves you with a cliffhanger, um, style ending that you're like, fuck, I gotta watch the next one. And then, and then a Netflix, um, and their awesome interface helps you real quick and, and starts the next episode in oh, the yeah, next couple of seconds. You and, yeah. and you're like, okay, my choice has been made. And then I end up staying awake until like four in the morning. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing too. Like, you know, um, there's a good, there's a good balance of it in that, you know, there, these, there are lots of characters and there are lots of stories but there's also a lot of high energy shit. Yes. In it. Like yeah. I, I get like jumping right into it, um, into the thick of it. I guess we'll start with uh, the zombies first, yes. right? Yeah, we sure. should just get the big thing out of the yeah, way first. Absolutely. So it it, uh, it takes they they name drawn they name drop uh, Train to Busan in the trailer mm-hmm. and in the series, and so that informs the kind of thing we're dealing with here. It's the same kind of super active like super fast the kind of zombies that like i don't know there it's a it's a variant of like the rage stuff what do, what do you think Arthur? yes like, uh i did um uh, i do recall us having a deep conversation about this same uh, subject in one of our zombie episodes um in mm-hmm. um in the archive that it is like a rage thing because that's where your zombies start getting fast right everything else is just brains brains right now right. with the rage virus is like no i just want to kill you um and yeah, it's like the, yeah. we're like a step up above that yes I, I believe, right? agreed like because it's, it's um, the next step yeah so uh the virus uh is awesome it's uh, it's just as a horror fan it's you awesome know what? yeah i i agree the virus so it's, uh, it gets it right from the jump right? yeah like dude like the virus is a fucking beast it's this it's a man-made vi- which is awesome too okay this is the first time like something like a zombie thing has been 
detailed and specifically, you know, um, explained, right? It's, we get the origin of it. Yes. Like, I don't think, I don't think, um, I'm trying to think, right, of like zombie material where we've gotten to see, you know, something from the very start. Yes. And then- we do get how things happen. Like I remember in, in Return of the Living Dead, it's like uh, some like, like, like military. Yeah, it's like toxic waste. Yeah, it's shit, toxic right? waste in Night of the Living Dead. It's some like military bomb or something that went off in a cemetery. But like, you get the very specific origin of of ground zero right of patient zero right yes and then as you see the show and you watch the show like it's divulged like yo you're fucked because this um virus they deem it uh they dub it the jonas virus it's a virus that just mutates right like it depending on the host so yeah you have some yeah. people that turn to these crazy rabid rage zombies with, with crazy gymnastics skills <laughs> yeah the, the train to busan zombies yes if you've seen that one it's the exact same thing of like the whole body contortion thing of like you know them like breaking their bones yeah bones like, cracking and all that stuff and, and it, it yeah. looks awesome it looks awesome it, it looks great yeah. yeah kudos kudos to every zombie actor yeah like, like they did a really 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 good job of blending practical and uh and cgi um and, and to the point where i think over time they stayed with the more practical stuff because a lot of stuff was being filmed uh very close um yeah so a lot of you, you get a lot of good zombie practical gore you get some very well done cgi as well um but th- they really have a detailed practical stuff like the guts look great the kills look great like everything just looks really dope in, in terms of the gore so like that's there's not much else to say about that it's yeah it's awesome and, uh and these zombies don't like they eat, but they also just kind of stop. Like that's the thing about the virus too. Like it's just infecting other things. So it's like they bite people, you know. But once the bites set in, like that's pretty much it. Like they just move on to the next bite. Yeah, they're not like, interested in in like an end game. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're just there. To, it's like a storm, you know. It's just they're going through places. You know, infecting. And there's other kinds of zombies that we see that there's a mutation where there's asymptomatic hosts, right? Mm -hmm. And they kind of become this other breed. Not really human, not really zombie, but more like this super kind of anime character pretty much you can say. Yeah, like when it it first pops up, it's like, oh, you know, it it kind of worried me at first. Like when when they first started coming up with the whole like human who's like a zombie who still has their mind put together yeah yeah. you know you're like yeah they still have the violent tendencies and they still want to eat but when that started happening i was like oh no i was like there goes this show you know what i mean but but no like that that was just part of the evolution and it all just made sense it's all very like it stayed very like compelling and grounded still which yeah which was interesting like i didn't I don't know. Like, yeah, they used it to their advantage to, to build a story off that because it, it wasn't just like, oh, we're, we're going to give this main bad guy this asymptomatic um, trait. You know what I mean? Like, right. yes, you gave him that, but he was such a piece of shit before that, like, you wanted him dead. But now you're like, fuck, this guy is one of the ones that, you know, doesn't really turn into the, like a mindless one. So you have this other threat level on top of this already zombie horde hanging out in the school. You have this fucking asshole, you know, who legit just wants to death. He just wants death. He wants everything just to get fucking dead. You know, he's he's a terrible piece of shit. So it's very cool how they actually were like, all right, so we're going to use this as an advantage and just kind of accentuate the story, which it did. It didn't really... Like, it didn't mess anything up because you always had in the back of your head that looming threat on top of what was going on, right? So it was very cool in terms of story where you know that, okay, there's that threat, there's this threat, there's the government trying to shut everything down, there's the yes. rescue not happening, there's um the the father of, uh, of Onju, right? Like, trying to, like, save her, trying to get back into the town, escaping yes. quarantine, fucking yes. getting shot like dude like you have a lot going on but it's all very well tied together it's not like in squid game where you had these little side stories and nothing was ever really developed well um right it, these things were developed and then tied up in a neat little package and ended 
they didn't leave anything hanging except for something at the end. We'll talk about that yeah, later. We'll, we'll um, definitely talk about but that. But like, yeah. like in terms of um, of text was saying too. Um, I'm not sure if you said it on air or off the air, but like in terms of the political side of things as well. Yeah, we get we get a look like the the important thing is like so. Yeah, all of us are dead. It's these kids trapped in the school and zombies break out and the zombies actually like the whole thing actually starts in the school, which is pretty neat, right? So, but then like as that continues and the, and the episodes continue, then it starts expanding to oh, let's see how the um the Korean government of this particular town is dealing with like the thing. And then it's like, oh, martial law and you start seeing all those little nuggets drop to the point where like now you're invested in this whole side story of like the in command general guy yeah. trying to figure out what to do in this situation. It's like, you know, so it, and then you get like the city council woman and it's like, you know, first, like, that's the thing. Like uh, you said, um, going back to what you said about it being rewarding, it's, you have all of these characters mm-hmm. as you would in zombie media, right? Yeah. Like you, you have, you always have rando side characters and everybody's showing up everywhere, but then, as you continue to watch it, you're like, oh, they actually serve a very important part in yeah. the overall story. It's Everyone just, has a piece, yeah. Yeah, it's not just characters being there just to be rando zombie characters. You know, like, oh, here's the asshole guy. Here's the guy who's going to betray them. Here's the chicken shit. Like, here's the, you know, here's the the office lady who thinks she's above, like, everything else yeah. or whatever. But, like, no. And then as you watch, you... You figure out, oh, this person was supposed to do this. Like, they're here because they're supposed to do this and move this part of the story forward. Like, yeah. So, uh, it starts off kind of heavy. Like, it starts off with, like, some some icky shit, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, that's, but that's. the thing, you know, if you're you're dealing with Korean horror, you get some, you know, you get some fucked up shit in it. That's know? Asian horror in general, honestly, but yeah. that's a conversation <laughs> for a different day. Um, yeah, but, you know, then you realize the girl who was involved in that, um, she becomes like one of the most important characters in the story because, yeah, then she becomes asymptomatic. Then she becomes the reason the government finds out about asymptomatic people. And her, and that happens exactly the time where these kids are supposed to be rescued. Yeah, and because of her, they're like, "Yo, we can't even tell if they're if they got it or not." Yo, cancel that rescue and come back home. Right? Yeah, Um, yeah. she was she was there to make it all more hopeless. But in the beginning, you're like, "Oh, this story is kind of yeah, like yeah," because she's a victim, right? So like, so pretty much like the gist of it is that there's this group of bullies, and this girl is being used and you know and sexually abused and harassed by these bullies and then her thing is like you know it's gotten to a point where she's being harassed and bullied and she wants to take her life you know and just right before this whole zombie outbreak happens she's just about to jump off the building and shit you know Uh, and and, and, and you get a cool scene dude like yeah yes 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 and that's again that's that goes back to just controlling the pace of the action and the pace of play right that's a very good point yes. like you have this scene where it's it it's a very you know it's a deep scene because it sucks it sucks for this girl she's being bullied and these guys are just fucking assholes and you know you know unfortunately this is like it's very grounded right it's real life yes. shit and she's like yo i'm done with this every i hate everything blah 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 um that whole spiel but then like while this is going on this is what i'm talking about about everything going on at the same time and well written like while this is happening with her character and like another character as well involved in that situation there's this infestation going on a couple floors down right yeah and they have no clue what the fuck is going on and as tex was going to point out as she's as she's right about to jump right about to step off that ledge like half a horde of zombies dude or like this dude just start flying out the window and it looks awesome it looks awesome it, it looks great and then like this goes back to um this whole thing just being very watchable like that is what? That's episode one. I, I want to say. Two it, the very latest. Yeah, right? it's like episode one or two. Yeah, like, but in episode yeah. one, like, you get action, man. You get zombie. It's not like they're trying to slowly revealing things for episode five and you get a zombie or no. Like, they fucking throw you everything. So, and it's and, what, and what's great is that the show shows you the whole infestation, right? Like, yes. um, pretty much until the very end 
or what you can call the end of of the infestation, right? So they they start off with patient zero in the school uh, getting bitten by one of this, this mad scientist fucking lab rats, legit, right? So it, it was a reverse Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean? weird. Um, weird. And so and then like it starts off there, and then it slowly starts spreading because uh, she gets taken to the hospital. So she spreads it to the city, while the school itself is is getting its own infestation because she manages to bite the nurse right and the nurse fucking yo dude it's awesome because bit by bit by bit you see just everyone like just turning and then you have this group of kids that is also very awesomely done how they write these kids because they write them like fucking kids you know what i mean yeah they're 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 kids yes i really enjoy their worries their worries are like you know uh uh, college college my crushes yeah yeah like it's my mom's chicken you know what i mean yeah it always goes back to that too like uh yeah, like the one of the main kids, Chong Sun, you know, his his whole thing from the beginning is that his his parents are opening a restaurant named after him and he's like, Oh, yeah, Chong Sang chicken, right? Yeah, he's like, Oh, if it was like something else, it would have been fine, but it's a chicken restaurant. And, and it has my like, face oh, on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but then that's the other thing too, like that that could in any other show that would have been a throwaway gag. Yeah. But then Chong Song Chicken becomes like this very important place in yes. the story for like some of the characters. <laughs> it right? does. So it's like, but again, it's that it's that that whole. I don't even know what to call it. It's it's because the story writers are playing chess. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's it's that whole mcu thing right yeah it's there's a scope yes. here right like exactly that's 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 the word let's build this up because the this grand scheme of things you know um and dude like again i can't say enough about it because it, it's a lot and after you actually watch everything you realize how much tv you just watched and you just understood <laughs> everything you know what i mean yeah like yeah, that's the, the thing. Like, yeah, nothing seemed to come out of nowhere. You yes, know, like, like nothing, the ending was a really... little. And we'll talk about that in a bit. But like, everything seemed to just be like, all right, I'm in it. There's no. It wasn't like this Hellbound show, like this other Korean show they have. Um, yeah, which was just it had a lot of writing issues. Um, and this is the complete opposite. Like, they knew exactly where they were going with it. Unfortunately, I think it might be getting season two or something, but. Like yeah, just just pretend like this is this is it. Like that's the thing. Like uh, it goes back to our Squid Game conversation of like it's a complete experience. You know, ending. You know, we'll say we'll say our stuff about that when we get to it. But like this is, I I feel satisfied with it. Right. Like I I got my twelve hours in, yes. and I'm like I'm at the end of it. I'm like you know what? That was a good twelve hours. I don't mind that I you know because. That was half a day time, content. <laughs> yeah, like at the same time, like you, you know, yeah, you're getting all this good story stuff, but then you're also getting zombie action. Like, let's not like the fiends at home. Like, you, we definitely need to emphasize this. This whole like during this whole thing, you're getting constant a action. lot, a lot, constant, constant zombie action. action, constant violence, constant gore, awesome ways, awesome and new, cool, innovative ways to fight zombies. To hide from zombies, to get away from them. Um, this is one thing I have to give a lot of kudos to because the zombie um, genre itself has been very tired. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. There's there hasn't been anything new up until Train to Busan, and from there it wasn't really much new up until now. So uh, the zombie thing, which was something that was really cool, and something to point out that you never really hear. A proper explanation of how to kill them. Yeah, the scientist only says in the video that yo, the only way to kind of like really do it, do it, is to like burn it all, like to eradicate every cell. But unlike every other zombie movie, you're like, oh, you gotta get it in the head, you gotta shoot it over here, blah blah blah. blah. But one thing that we noticed, um, that I particularly noticed, and I like, was the fact that these zombies were going down with neck kills. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. like stabs right in the necks. Arrows right in the necks, any kind of neck breakage, they were done because uh, like one of them got speared right through the fucking skull and still kept moving. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so that's that's a very good point. And yeah. like, there's a lot of other little subtle things too that they involve the zombies with, like the fact that they can't open doors. Like, yeah, straight up are just like, yo, they can't open doors, and I'm like, you know what? That's that's just a smart thing. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like zombies break through glass and stuff all the time, but like, but it's by force usually, right? Yeah, and yeah. something about something about like getting these kids stuck in classrooms and just like holding doors closed, like just works. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, but you know what? Know, though it, it's just a fun little way to to, to add that up. You know? Yeah, and I totally agree. It it also adds to their zombie tier right so like yeah there's the mindless ones and and there's the ones that are asymptomatic right so and the then one- even even they can't open doors sorry to interrupt but like you remember when that girl was like pulling the knob and she couldn't pull like she couldn't open it so she just tears it open like she tears the knob off oh shit yeah you're fucking yeah. right so it's like now that you made me think of the asymptomatic thing i'm like yeah that you know that's another thing like even she couldn't open a door like that's huh I didn't yeah. even, good fucking point, dude. Yeah, that's so, right. She just like she was like, "Fuck it, let me." Or was it because it was locked? I don't, I don't even know. Like, but that's the thing. Like, you going along to what you're saying. Like, this is we we get little kids and like we get to see more of their function, like as zombies over. Like, and that's the thing. Maybe it's because we spend twelve hours with them learning about them, <laughs> in a know, row. Almost, about, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's because we spent so long learning about them and like seeing the actual virus evolve and learning about the virus that we learn all this stuff. But like, it's I don't know. Like, I think like this is it's going to be hard to top in terms of like zombie actual zombie things yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah, absolutely right because like in your zombie kind of universe you have kind of two ways to go about it right like you have the way of black summer right which is like which is you can um compare it to let's say uh walking dead bullshit right Uh, right i'm not a fan of walking dead but yeah but like there's that kind of zombie show where it's like a slow move you know you gotta you know survive kind of hide from the zombies and shit and then there's this show like this show kind of it was different because there was just complete and utter like encapsulation of this little universe. You know what I mean? Like, yes, this was just going down in this city, even in the news. They were like, yo, yeah, it spread out a little bit over there. But like, yes. like it was just in here. It was just there. So you were able to detach yourself from like the rest of the world kind of and just focus on this school. Right. And as we mentioned before, everything started kind of bubbling out bit by bit from the school. And then you got more of this, more of that, more of this. And it never got too overwhelming in shows like Black Summer and in shows like The Walking Dead, like the setting and the landscape, everything is just so vast that like Mm -hmm. you just it's hard to understand how they're getting by. Right. So this is, again, a tribute to the production and the story of everything here. You have a school. Right. And it's cool. They do a good job of always showing you high shots of the school so so you can see the landscape of it. And you see there's not much going around it. Right. And the school is huge. It's huge. So it it affords them a lot of space to keep everything in the fucking school. So you as a viewer, you understand, okay, this is a big school, but there's a lot of little places. It has like different departments in here. And you see – you always see the big field. So you're always kind of in it with the characters. Like you don't have a chance to really like disconnect. And with with these other zombie shows, it's like – it's always like that. Like you're you're not really there with them. But because – these are actually well-written kids, right? Um, and you're very empathetic of that situation because they're fucking kids. Their fucking parents are turning into zombies. There's no help coming for them. Like, they make it very hopeless. And they just kind of know how to keep the viewer encapsulated in that kind of world to kind of stay with this group of kids that, as you mentioned throughout the entire course of the show, yo, we fell hard for these kids, bro. Like. Yeah. It's yeah. and it's wild because like um it because it is a foreign language show at times it's hard to keep track of the characters but they were so like they were so well developed in like just such a short time that you're like yo I'm down with this person I'm down with that person I'm down with that person Agreed. like it it was different with Squid Game even like like we were like okay I, I don't know who this is or whatever but like over here you're like yo you know exactly who your people are who you're rooting for, who you have to follow. And then they write these stories in, like within that circle of friends too, that keeps you within that kind of like, yeah, it stays like, it, it stays the team stuff. Yeah. Right? Like, dude, I just can't like, say enough that just it's, they do a good job of just the writing of the show and, and the teen stuff 
as you were about to mention, like that honestly makes the show. If yeah. if you let's say it was just let's say it followed the adult in the office instead, right? Right. You're not. It's not. Yeah. You're know yeah. not. Like yeah, right. I'm, I'm good off that. The fact that these are kids. You know, you know what I mean? Being hunted by other zombie kids in this school, it's kind of it, what's cool too about that? It's the fact that it's kind of their home territory too, right? So it, yeah, it's not they like use, they're yes. uh, like in some foreign location. No, they're in their school and, and they know the layout and they know how to get to places and they're super athletic these kids. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, that's <laughs> you know I mean, I was going to say something, but at the same time I'm like Kids, yeah, kids, kids have energy. I'm you like, know, yo, like, yeah, these kids have tons of energy, bro. I, I can't be climbing buildings. And kids, kids are the only ones who can think on their feet like that, and who could, you know, like who who can keep up with this kind of thing. And so I kind of wrote that all off. In yeah, my head. I'm same. Like, you know, it makes sense. Kids, kids it's can kids. do this shit. It's kids, like, shit. they can do this shit. Like, and then, but the important thing is, like you said, um, so yeah, it keeps all this stuff tight with the kids, but it doesn't fall apart when it starts introducing the outside world. You know, when it starts following the the mad scientist and like the detective who arrests him, and then like you know, then you you get the detective's whole story. Then you get like you know, but it's also not like you know, there's no detours either. Of like, oh, just because we're introduced to like the detective, we got to learn about his past or whatever. No, you know exactly. What I mean? like, yeah, it's no. all very like in the now. It's all very like focused, just like there are no filler episodes in this. Like, you know what? I would agree. It might be long, but there are no filler episodes. Two Texas major point there like the cop, the scientist, the general, the assemblywoman, the firefighter. They are all these little pieces that are still connected to the kids in the school. You know what I mean? Like, the cop is the one that interviewed the scientist to find that that the laptop is in the school. The dad is trying to save the daughter in the school. The assemblywoman sends the the rescue team to the school by talking to the general. You know what I mean? Like, like they're all connected to that one central story, which is the kids. And and as you mentioned, Tex, it all sticks with that. Every time, even though it might go back to a different side story over here, that side story serves – the bigger picture which is the kids in the school yeah that's it's very true it's all just it's all happening right now it's all very focused on like keeping the momentum going you know and then like and that's that's a very important thing because it's like you know no matter how good the zombie action is and it's great like the technique like on a technical level it's it's just great fucking action like if you if you like train to busan at all you're gonna love this because it's just the next level up there's like great camera movements. Like I think the the library scene in particular is oh, one of the better awesome. ones. The 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 whole thing in the gym I think was my favorite episode. Yeah, that was awesome too. Like, it's just a good like it's a smart plan and like great tension and all that stuff. But like it keeps all of that going because every now and again, yeah, you get that zombie energy, but then it's like then you get story energy. You know, you yeah. get you get energy from characters that you actually like really really like. You know, yep. and it and it like it's not just the kids; it's everybody. Like I really like the detective. I even like yes. the dude who, like, I even like the the Twitch streamer guy of like <laughs> fucking you know, what, what was his name? It was like Orange Banana like, or some shit like that. Yeah, it's some shit like that. Like, I even like that guy because it's like this is the that and the is sergeant, uh, the cop sergeant that that came that we thought abandoned the detective and then he came yeah. back with a bus. Detective yeah. was like, "Oh, you traitor! <laughs> Come here, you traitor!" I love that dynamic. They were awesome, and and dude, and also yes. like those characters. Also, those side characters, like, they were good people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that's very important because in a lot of, like, these zombie movies and post-apocalyptic kind of things, very you get a lot point. of fucking trash. Um, and I'm glad the only trash you really got were the bullies in the school. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But the general, for instance, he had to do what he had to do, like – because of his job. He was like, yo, like, I don't like what I have to do to the point where fucker offs himself, right? Yeah. And he's then, so weighed down by his decision. Yes, like, dude. That's, that's like, wild shit, yes. dude. Like, like, and he's a, like a good family man. You can tell by, by that quick phone conversation, but that's also good character stuff, right? A quick phone yes. conversation tells you, oh, he's a good husband. He's a good family man. And with the detective, just what a good, genuine, like, police figure in a movie. Like, this guy wants to yeah. help everybody he comes across. And, like, it's awesome to see that um, because it's like I was saying, like, you don't get a lot of those good 
genuine um authority figures usually the authority figures are trying to get over in some way um right, yeah yeah the assembly woman you know did something but you know that's not she's a politician but that was cool though like that was that was good part of the story that she used that situation to kind of further her kind of favor yeah, you know that's the other thing too like it also made very like it was also very important to note in that show for them that like yeah, this is all still happening in one town. Yes. Like, this is still one little region of, yes. like, the, the country. The world and is so, still going on. Yeah, and that's, yes. you know, and they even name drop, like, COVID-19 in, like, one of the, like, yep. very quickly when they're like, oh, the stocks fell. It hasn't fallen since COVID-19. The quarantine rules, too, remember? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, I was like, oh, wow. So, it's very smart in like making that current, you know, it's just like, yeah, life kind of goes on and this politician's still worried about her political career and stuff like that. So it's like all of that. That's the important thing. It all made sense. And you're right. Like the only malicious character was really the villain, like the bully. The yeah. Villain. And, and like Guinam. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you, the, the important, I think what this show does well is you want everybody to live. Right, yeah. like I, I think that's ultimately it. You just want everybody to live. You just want everybody to get out okay. You start investing in these characters in the little moments between them because, like, going back to the kids, they're still concerned about like. So, what uh, <laughs> of the, the, the she's great. I love her. So yeah, much. the top character in the show. Uh, well, it's a tie. Well, she. I, I forget her name, but she's introduced in like a cool scene where she's like the smoking girl. She's the rebel girl. She's a senior. She's over it. But her whole thing is like, oh, what am I going to do about college? Yeah. Like I got to pass my 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 CSATs or whatever. Yeah, I'm it's like, like, hey, listen, our senior's going to get a pass. Yeah, like, our senior's going like, to get a pass on this. It's so funny that at the end that that's her whole thing and everybody's like, oh, you can try again. Yeah, that was great. Again. You see, that's again, that's good character <laughs> shit. Like yeah. she started off like that. And just because she went to some zombie shit, it's like, yo, I still got life to live after this shit. Yes, you know, she was exactly. walking around the fucking the, the encampment site wearing a sign, you know, that seniors need to be fucking given a free pass. It was good. <laughs> it's good character <laughs> shit. And Daisu also like another one of our favorites. Like, I'm yes. so glad he left. I'm so glad uh, he lived. You know, me too, because like when he hurt his leg, yes, I thought time, it, oh, I was like, yes. And then, and then, so okay, so yeah, let's uh, let's talk about that scene, right? So like, toward, I think it was like episode seven or something. Everybody's starting to die real fast. Yes, they are. So I was like, I was like, oh no, because when he hurts his leg and he falls over. And then he's like, screw it. I'm done running. And he, I was like, no. I, was I like, know. No, I was like, no. <laughs> oh, no. That was, um, what was it? I think that was the ninth episode, right? That was the one oh, when they yeah. were in the town. I, I said seven. Right? I keep thinking eight episodes. But it, it was, was the like hardware store, 10. right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like 10 or 11 like, He's like, or go, guys. I got this. I'm like, you're not sacrificing yourself from nobody. <laughs> Fuck yeah. that. Yeah, and they even, they even said that. They even said like, that. I, we see, yeah. like, it's this... Like little smart things here and there that they added that was like, yo, let's make this a little different, you know? Yeah, like, it's just let's not split up and let's not fucking sacrifice ourselves, you know? Let's all work together and make this out together, which leads us to like the conclusion of the show, right? Like, right, yes. you know, the ones that are alive made it out alive without being zombies. Uh, they nuked, well, not really nuked. Um, yeah, they like bombed the cities. Or they whatever. bombed they- all these like major like um, gathering places. They kind of were able to um what was it uh they they lured them with like the drones right yeah Yeah. the drones they gathered all the zombies in these places and they bombed it right so the end for me is a little off um after all this stuff you have this four months later thing right yeah it it does the it does the time jump it It does does the the time jump that dreaded time jump we are like Okay, um, where are just we like, now? Just like Squid Game, where it jumps ahead a year, and you're like, oh, man, come on. I know, and the guy's fucking filthy rich, and he can't even enjoy it. Yeah, um, and, yeah, it, it, so it jumps four years. They're still living in the quarantine camp. Four months. You, yeah, or, sorry, about that. <laughs> Imagine? Fuck, <laughs> oh, that would suck. I mean, who fucking knows? You know, and you get an update on the thing. They're like, it, you know, they're relatively containing it well, you know, and like, but the whole thing is they got to stop. Like, they got to stay there because asymptomatic. Point is, uh, the kids all, all re like all reunite with another girl, like the student council president who became one of those half human, half zombie things. And her story through the whole thing was like, I don't want to turn on my friends and eat them. Yeah. You know, but like, which was cool and everything because she was like, 
you know, she helped out a lot because she was the key to making sure, you know, in a lot of situations, she, because of her just zombie strength, <laughs> you know, like she, she was able to assist in like a lot of crazy shit. But then like, you know, she goes kind of full zombie and tries to eat somebody, right? <laughs> at the end yeah. and she runs away because she's like, oh, um, don't look at me. <laughs> kind of thing yeah you know? that's, what, that's exactly what he wants yeah <laughs> the hissing, the... yeah so um she uh, so she runs fog, yeah. dude. she runs away and they're like oh and they're like oh i think that's her setting a fire up, up on top of the sky <laughs> that's exactly what it was right yo it's like ah, don't look at me dude i'm fucking dying dude like bart remember what bart that happened to bart Yes, she she runs off into the fog too, which is yeah, so which is hilarious. Good. That's right. She runs yeah. off into the fog, you know, being like a like a like a half bee, as Daisu called it, right? Yeah, and like you know, the whole thing is they reunite with her, and she's like, "There are others like me. Uh, I'm gonna, I gotta help them or whatever." And and it ends with her jumping off the school roof. Yeah, like, she's like, "I'll be back," and she jumps off the roof, and I'm like, "Okay, cool. She's bringing somebody back with her, right?" No, the no, show just ends. I and that's the thing too. It ends. It feels like such a weird ending because she never like. She, yeah, she was. Her story is also very important in terms of like how much we get over the course of the series. Yeah, but it wasn't the story. That that's yeah. exactly it. it. Never once felt like the main story no. I cared about. You know, and in fact, the main story I cared about got settled in the finale. Yes, with Sean, with yeah, Sean saw it, yeah, dude. it got like, settled, he, man. He fucking did. Oh, he went out like a G, dude. It got fucking settled because, like, as we thought earlier on, too, like, we had thought that Barisu was going to be the protagonist, but it it wasn't. Because Barisu is a very, like, a very attractive, like, teen. Yeah, he's a leading man. He's a handsome kid, you know? And and he gets a lot of screen time in the first episode. So you automatically assume, like, oh, He's the guy. But then, no, man. Yo, our boy, a Chow Sang Chicken. Sun, yeah, right? Chow Sang Chicken over <laughs> Our boy, here. Chow Sang Chicken. <laughs> Yo, he comes through in the clutch, bro. Like, he legit... <clears throat> it's cool to see him kind of grow as a character yeah. because, one, it's cool. He was never this, like, scared boy, this afraid boy, which is dope. Because even when he encountered Guina before, you know, the turn, before he killed the principal, he was like, yo, like, you're a loser, bro. You know what I mean? Like, he was in his face about it. And it was dope to see that, like, all along as a character, he was solid. You know, he wasn't, like, this, like, um, this broken person or anything like that, you know? Yeah, even when he finds out that Angelo doesn't feel the same way about him. Yeah, you know, he kept going. Yeah, he doesn't break down. He's like, oh, I hate you or whatever. Yeah, he he doesn't turn into, like, a fucking... You know, some emo kid or something about yeah, it. Yeah, he's just like, we'll deal with this later. Yeah, let's fucking like, live first. <laughs> let's get the fuck out of the zombie zone first. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and we'll take care of this later. And that's the beauty of it, too. Like, they understood urgency. You know, like, you know, they yeah. um, they understood their position in life right now wasn't very high. <laughs> you know, um, it's a lot of these kids were, you know, coddled you know, throughout their lives. And they were, you know, babied and stuff like that. And then in this a situation now, yo, it's time to grow up. Like, and it's cool to see that, like, it was very Goonies, like, we're like, yo, even though the situation was dire, they were kind of, yo, we got to do this or we're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's just like, fucking do this crazy shit. And part of the rewarding thing about it is you don't expect the final crew that you get. Like, the, the final, like, you know, out of all the people we meet through the show, like, yeah, maybe the cigarette girl, I was like, okay, she better make it because yeah. that, that was in my head the whole time. But, like, that's the other thing. I'm like, you... These kids start dying at such a fast rate throughout all the shows. You know, you get to learn about them and stuff like that. But then when you get the final crew, that's so much smaller than like what started. You're like, damn. And, you know, and they're little adults, you know, because they all went through this fucking trauma together and stuff like that. It's that's the rewarding part. It's it feels it feels like a complete story where like, yeah, like Chong Sung Chicken, like everybody grew out of it. Like everybody, like this all, yeah, it sucked. But at the same time, it's like Anju became like a not a like, yeah, she was just so obsessed with like Barisu or whatever. I know the whole thing. But then after losing her dad and her best friend, it's like, well, now she's become this capable young person of like, you know, I'm gonna sneak out of the quarantine camp and all that stuff. I know, right? I I guess with season two, you'd follow up on that, but. I'm I don't good. want to. Like, yeah, I'm good. Listen, like, I'll, I'll watch it if the episodes are like half the half the length or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't think I can do another twelve hour jump, dude. Like, like yeah, I mean, because the show came out on on uh, on a Friday. 
Yeah, right? and then you know we we basically watched it over a weekend. Take yeah. your time. You know, e- even if you're listening to us right now and you're like halfway through the show and you're like, okay, I'm still interested, then take your time with it. It's very, it, it's, uh, I think the, what did we say it was? It was like a buffet, right? It it's, was, a, it, it was a Vegas buffet because yes. it was so long. You know, Vegas buffets go on 24 seven, right? Yes, yes. So it was the same shit. It was just story, action, thrills, blood, gore, comedy relief, back Again, go back to the buffet for story, action, gore, like over and over again. Every episode had the same kind of weight in terms of the what it brought to the table. It brought the story, the gore, the action, the comedy relief. They knew how to balance every episode. This is why it's like you should just made it like a trilogy or something in movies, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, but then you know yeah. that's that's the other thing too. Yeah. Like I I can't think of anything I, to I, to cut. Exactly. Right? Like, exactly. This is everything. why I told you, like, the length is justifiable. You know, like, yes, I'm yeah. griping about it um, as a, you know, as a critic, quote unquote. But you know, it's a justifiable length because, as you just mentioned, I don't know what to cut if I had to cut something. Yeah, like I got, I got very involved in like this world, like this whole, like you know, I, I was interested in the government stuff. I was interested in the virus. I was interested in the kids. Like it was very, like I, you know, like you said, going back to what you said about knowing the layout of the school, like every inch of that was used, and like every inch of this town was used. Really, yep. like you get, you get the mountain. You get the quarantine camp, you get you get the scenes with the firefighter dead, like going through the city and yep. like, you know, and then you get the detective like making his way through shit. So it's like, I don't I don't know, thinking back, I'm like, I don't know what characters you want to cut out. I don't it, know it, what it'd be hard stories. to cut out any, bro. It'd be yeah, like his- that's the thing. This is why like like this is why, full disclosure, I gave it a nine out of ten. Like the length I thought was just too much. Yeah. But I just I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't yeah, change it, it. It's the length and the ending. The ending feels sudden for for the kind of it. That's the thing. The ending feels sudden for the kind of full experience it is. Exactly because everything you know? was so detailed and just you know in depth. The ending was just very like it felt very abrupt. You know, it was yeah, very it abrupt. Felt very oh, like oh, that was the ending. Yeah, yeah. I'm like oh, and, yeah. okay. I could have not used that. You know, and that's what keeps it from being perfection. But at the same time, like it's still. It's fucking just, it's, it's it's close to it man it's close it's to it. good man yeah for it's, a netflix show about zombies come on bro and a, a korean netflix show like let's, kidding me dude i mean let's not forget that part i mean i, I was know, fully invested man fully mm-hmm. invested since the first fucking episode because i was dreading get, getting to the first episode because i knew was how long it was i'm like all right let's get to it and then i was like Fuck, I'm on episode three now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, maybe the first 30 minutes of that original episode or, like, that first episode are kind of like, okay. But then you're like, oh, it's Midnight Mass of Jace. Where it's like, no, this is all important setup. Yeah, because you're, even, you're- <laughs> like, even in episode one, they give you – I think it starts off with that scene on top of the roof, right? With the, yeah. the scientist's son getting bullied and stuff like that and turning. Yes. Like, yes. like that's important. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like from the jump, you get that. Like, you get like the the intense violent stuff plus the zombie stuff, and then it takes you to the character building stuff as you meet the kids. But then it goes right back into the zombie stuff because the scientist has to meet his kid in the hospital, and then, dude, it just just goes from there, goes from there. And then, like, in, in the first episode, they also discover the girl that got bitten by the the yep. rat. Like, oh, is this girl missing? Because, um, you know, she hasn't been in class and blah, blah, blah. Like, you get it. Like, you're in it, dude. Like, it's a – dude, it's fully immersive experience, honestly. Like, yeah. you're in it to win it. The minute you get in there, you're like – you know, it's a let's good do start it. to the year. Yeah. That's what I'm like going back to all we were saying in the beginning, like you got we had Scream. We had all of us are dead. Great experiences. Not perfect. But like it's it's a good start to 2022. I don't know. The month and of February is looking a little, little funky yeah, these days. So I'm like, I'm hoping, <laughs> uh, I, I, that's my cap of the conversation is I hope the streak continues. Uh, that's that's where I'll end my piece on. It's just I hope this hot streak continues. Yeah, folks. Um. Uh. Seriously, me too. I hope this continues because this show was awesome. Highly recommend going out to watch that. If you haven't watched the Train to Busan, go watch Train to Busan. Um, that way you have a good sense of the Korean zombie thing um, because um, it's fast paced. It's it's high action. Um, it's none of this like boring shit you get around here sometimes. 
go watch All of Us Are Dead on Netflix now. Um, and thank you guys for listening to episode 96 of The Morgue, an official Course Feed podcast. Once again, I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. With me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. And big shout out and thank you to Del Virus for the artwork. Big shout out and thank you to Glenn Morawski for the music. Big shout out and thank you to all you guys for checking us out on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, anywhere else you can check out uh, the more. Go check it out. Go check out our, our social feeds. And again, we have 95 of these fuckers for you guys to so go check it out. All right, guys. Uh, thank you once again. And always remember, it's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it. Thank you.